Hey everyone, this is Ramey from the Run Deeper podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. This podcast helps you learn how to deepen your health, your flow, and your soul. Let's run deeper together. Wow, am I excited today. Today we are starting part one of the journal series that I'm going to be doing for the rest of the year. And we are going to go back to my journals from 2004. And I'm going to follow the same format for every podcast. So I'm going to set the stage for you in my life. And then we're going to follow, um, I wrote an article on how to reflect on your journal. At the end, we're going to go over one of the ways we can reflect Um, so I want to go back a little bit. Um, I always like to start with some inspiration. Um, in my journal in 2004, um, there was a really great quote that I actually forgot about until I went back and read it. And it's by T.S. Eliot, who doesn't love T.S. Eliot. And it says, time you enjoyed wasting is not wasted time. It got me thinking, I didn't even have a cell phone until I was in college. So this is uh, 2004, I graduated high school. It was my freshman year of college at Olivet Nazarene University in the Chicagoland area. And I had just literally got a cell phone. So <laughs> before that, wasted time was time not totally connected to your phone. Remember those days? Some of us do. And how wonderful it was to not be tethered to a device or a screen, or have social media screaming at us all day. So it just was a quote that really stood out to me when I was reading my journals. Um, I'm going to set the stage for you with this particular time of my life. So I grew up in um, kind of in the middle of the country in Illinois, and very proud of my upbringing. My dad owns his own businesses. He owns a group of radio stations in Illinois, still does and built everything from scratch. So I have the work ethic very similar to my dad. I'm ambitious, I like to get things done, and he taught me a lot about business, and specifically sales, and I'm working in sales now, um, probably subconsciously because he showed me all the tricks in the trades and and how to build it out of a relationship versus selling a product. Um, it's my first year at college. I'm finally on my own. I couldn't wait to be on my own. Um, I have a great relationship with my parents, but I'm also really independent. So I was excited to just get out there, start working, and start going to college, figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And four years prior, I had taken a mission trip to the Philippines where um, I met a lot of really wonderful people. Particularly, I met someone who I ended up marrying um, and then ended up divorcing years later. But um, that's an important part of my story. And um, also, um, I was raising money to take another mission trip because I was Christian. Um, I still am, just a different form. I believe more in spirituality than Christianity and religion. But I was taking a trip to Thailand for two months to live with a family, a host family, and volunteer to teach English 
um, at some adult learning centers in Bangkok. So um, I'm going to start reading my journals from January through about August. And I took that trip in August. So I'm raising money for this mission trip where I lived there for two months with the host family. And um, I worked a lot even at this age. So I was raising money through babysitting, working for my dad, uh, on, uh, just board operating. Um, and also I would give foot massages to people in the dorms for money, um, because I really loved reflexology at the time. Um, I still do. It's just don't do it for money anymore. <laughs> so, um, but that's how I raised money for my trip. And it's kind of hard to believe that I did all those things and was able to raise that kind of money. Um, so I was really excited to meet new people, was excited to be out of the house. And I was kind of understanding, like, what am I going to do with my life? And um, where do relationships and friendships fit into my life? Um, I decided to pursue Christian education to be a, a teacher in a church or a preschool and a part of that was kind of setting yourself up to be a missionary. I was really passionate about this. I had taken the trip to the Philippines for a month back in 2000 and then I was about to take this trip to Thailand in August of 2004 for two months. So I was really feeling called to to take these trips and really live out my purpose and and do something for you know what I used to call the kingdom of God and I was really interested in boys at the time um, there was a, a couple I dated a guy that didn't really work out when I first got to Olivet um, Nazarene and I dated a couple other people I had known before but this is when I started to question like love and, and how do people do all of this um, and still have a career. Um, so I wanted to kind of read some of my journals. I'm not going to bore you with all of it, but um, it's very interesting because even when um, way back, you know, in 2004, I still was really focusing in on some of the things that I'm focusing in on now. Um, I put in my journal, if I had three wishes, what would they be? And I'm not sure where this came from, but I wrote them down. The first one is family, husband and children. The second one is no pain for me or my family. And the third one is everyone to know Christ. Um, because I was really religious at the time, a lot of it is going to be around um, my relationship with God. For my first goal, I said to take good care of my body and health, to feel confident with my body and how it works every day. The second goal is to learn how to play the piano beautifully so I can sing and play to worship my Holy Father. I want to show him through hard-earned talent how much I love him. And then I actually wrote down exactly how I can complete these goals. Um, eat less sugary food, eat more fruits and vegetables and less bread, consistently exercising, 
um, during the week so I can release stress from my mind and body. And it's pretty amazing to me that I can look back at this and realize how important these goals were going to be for me in the future. Um, my whole coaching business is focused around the mind-body-soul alignment and going through hard times through my different parts of my life, I really used my health and focusing on self-care to really get myself through really difficult times because when we are in alignment, what's really amazing is we do have those skills and tools that have constantly been strengthened, not just with our body, but those internal skills, resilience, grit, perseverance to lean on and built, we've built those up, um, which is what hiring a coach is all about, right? It accelerates your growth, but it also focus on, focuses on the stuff that's internal that we oftentimes suppress or don't listen to. Um, that's the amazing part about hiring a coach. So to me, this is really amazing <laughs> to see, um, you know, how focused I was in on my self-care um, and how much of a focus it was. I mean, I was even writing down goals. Um, so, you know, 17 years ago. Um, so that's amazing. Um, and I go on to talk about how I'm raising money for my trip. Um, this is around the time I actually start talking to, um, my now ex-husband, but, um, I started talking to him on the phone for hours. We ended up seeing each other and that friendship started to turn into a relationship. And in my journal, I actually marked a lot of these areas where our relation, our friendship turned into a relationship and almost every page that I wrote on, this is very interesting to me. I always put, I don't really want a relationship. It, it was not necessarily about him. It was just at the time of my life, I realized watching my parents um, go through their marriage, how much work a relationship is. And many times I wrote in here that I just wanted to keep it a friendship, but it kept developing and developing and developing into more of a relationship which eventually did end up leading to marriage in 2008. So that's something that if you're in a relationship right now, if you're questioning things, listen to those subtle um, voices inside. Your inner voice is speaking to you because, again, there's no way I could have known all this stuff, but looking back at my journals, it was very clear that... It was a really strong friendship and it didn't necessarily need to be turned into a relationship um, and many times along the way through all of my journals that's a common theme because I was so young I didn't really know what the difference of, of a friendship and a relationship was because this is all new to me I grew up very conservative in the church and I didn't necessarily know um, what the difference was. So, um, it's just something to point out and a theme that I reading through all my journals from 2004 up until 2014 when I got divorced, 
um, I noticed throughout all of my writings. Um, I think in one of them, which I'll say later, in one of the later journal series, um, I actually wrote down, I don't want to take the next step, I don't want to marry. And um, I then got married. <laughs> so these things are important. And again, I have no regrets. Um, I wouldn't go back and change anything. Um, things happen for me as they should in my own life. But And I trust that 100%. But um, this is why writing things down is so powerful. Because I can go back and I can look and see, okay, where did I not listen to my inner voice? Where did I just push the feelings down? Did I not question anything? And I don't want to do that again. You know, I want to listen to myself. I want to listen to my body. And if things aren't feeling right, it's okay just to pause and ask yourself why. So, um... You know, to speed it up a little, I went to Thailand in August. I raised enough money and stayed with a family there. Um, it was a woman. Her name was Anne. I called her Kunan because in Thailand, that's the formal way of saying Mrs. And Kunan and I um, had a great friendship. She, she was married to a guy who was a car mechanic. They had a five-year-old boy together. And I had no idea <laughs> at the time what I was walking into. Um, he was, you know, gone all hours of the night. They would argue constantly in Thai. Um, it was kind of a rough situation. And she was really lost, you know, as anybody would be who's going through something difficult. Um, she had thought that her husband was cheating on her and... Um, I don't know the ins and the outs of everything, but she would cry and get upset. And then their son would cry and get upset. So I had no idea how to deal with this. I was super young. So I was doing my best to explain why I'm a Christian, what God can do for her. But she was really lost and she was dealing with a lot of, um, I think, emotional turbulence not just in her relationship but in her life like really lost in her career she was a stay-at-home mom but she loved to work so she asked me to help her set up a website because she wanted to start her own business um but I just felt like I was really young I didn't feel like I was the person to give her the best advice because I hadn't lived a whole lot of life yet um, she was trying all different kinds of religions, whatever would make her, you know, feel good. Cause we all know we have those voids, you know, we want to try to fill them. But after that trip, I realized how big the world is and how many different types of ways there and routes there, there are to get to God. Um, so I started to kind of expand my, my view of religion and it kind of turned into more of spirituality. Now, this is a big deal <laughs> when I'm studying Christian education at a Nazarene college, right? This is a Wesleyan-based theological college and is very specific on the theology and belief systems that they follow. Um, so it's not like 
I can just go back to the way things were at college and everything's fine. But I continue to be open-minded, but not necessarily listen to that voice inside um, that was saying, you know, the world is bigger than this. And you might want to explore that to see what you think about it. So I continued on my, my journey after that trip to Thailand, but I always kept it in the back of my mind. Like, I really want to travel again and even study different religions. So I actually ended up changing my major from Christian education to um, religious studies and started to study religions. And I loved it. I mean, we went to um, Jewish temples. We went all across Oklahoma City, or at the time, Chicago, and then I ended up transferring to Southern Nazarene University in Oklahoma City um, to be closer to um, my now ex-husband. But um, I was very focused in on just learning the religions of the world and still to this day am fascinated by it. But um, And just continue to tap into that part of me that I really loved just to explore how other people live their life. And I've continued to travel throughout my life and continue to learn more. So um, I think on this one in my journal, recognizing your growth, I think is, is a really great way to reflect on this journal from 2004, how far I've come, how many experiences I've had that led me to develop me into who I am today. Um, how similar my goals are from the very beginning. It's pretty remarkable that um, I, I wanted to take such good care of my body and um, really focus in on my mind and my body connection uh, and, and what my body does for me, which is amazing that it works every day. Um, it's beautiful. I wanted to learn the piano. I did used to play piano and I really enjoyed it. So that's something to think about too, to bring back in my pandemic days here. Um, <clears throat> and I think we can all agree consistently exercising continues to be a struggle. <laughs> so, um, getting back, you know, to more of a consistent schedule as we speak right after this actually. Um, but it's pretty remarkable to see where I came from, and this is why journaling is so powerful. You can look back and see traces of who you are now, but how much more you've grown, how proud you are of who you are, and how often you listen to that inner voice. Because that inner voice is going to get louder and louder and louder. And will scream at you eventually. But it's very hard to listen to. It may not always follow your plan. It may not follow your parents' plan for you. It may make zero sense <laughs> at all. But we are all made to do what we're meant to do. And that's um, such a beautiful thing. And the world needs your gifts. And, you know, it's important to bring your true authentic self um, to your life every day and 
keep listening to that voice and keep trucking on, um, keep journaling. And um, next time we're going to be talking about um, 2005, 2006, and I'll read some of my journals there. But it was so great to share this with you today. And if you have any questions, feel free to uh, email me at rundeepcoaching at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook. I'm under Run Deep. And Instagram, Run Deep Coaching. Um, I hope everybody has an awesome day. And I will see you next month. That's it for this podcast, but I can't wait to see you back here really soon.